This is reposted. Hello, and welcome to Reposted. In the next few moments, we'll be breaking down a post that we have found to be inspiring, interesting, or otherwise entertaining. Quotes that catch our eye and we feel are worth a deeper look. Thank you for stopping by. All right, we're doing, we're continuing our poetry series in my garage, Andrew. The, the poetry garage series, yeah. Um, and for the record, before we get to this poet, uh, this poem, you've called it, what was the term you used for this poem? Nonsense? <laughs> nonsense. Yeah. Good, good news. It is nonsense. One of the most fa- it actually is the most nonsensical poem ever written, some people say. Is it a haiku? It's not a haiku, <laughs> although we should have done a haiku. Oh, I love haikus. We'll do that on next sense. one. All right. This is Lewis Carroll's Jabberwocky. Okay. All right. T'was brillig in the slithy toves did gyre gimble in the wob. All mimsy were the borgaroves and the mom wraths outgrave. Before the jabberwock, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that catch, beware the julep bird and shun the frumious bandersnatch. He took his vorpal sword in hand. Oh, I love that. Now, this poem is, was the second book in the Alice in Wonderland series, and Alice comes upon this book, and she's like, she, she doesn't understand what she's reading. Yeah, so the first thing I just thought of was that we talked about it being nonsense, and when you have gibberish, it doesn't really matter what you're saying, it's how you're saying it. There's like an exercise you can do in improv where you speak gibberish, and you just say, mama, mama, mama. And whatever inflection you use, people can read it. So, like, how you just read the poem means something completely different than if someone else reads it in a different tone. And all that to say that words sometimes don't even matter. I was just about to say, because that's is that a good technique in um, improv? That you're sort of reading someone not by the words they're saying, but by their body language. Yeah, it's it's a understanding that you can communicate with someone. They say that you have a nonverbal handshake when you walk out on the stage and you know what the scene is about. Like it starts with nothing, and they're like, okay, I get it now. It's like an eye contact thing, and and making eye contact is important because you read what the person's giving off. Just like your wife might say, "I'm not mad at you at all." Like that could mean being very sarcastic it could mean uh, like it just all depends on how you say it so this poem to me makes me think of don't necessarily focus on the words you can read between the lines with physical and uh, body language i can imagine though if you're doing improv someone could be really funny like making up a language yeah because that's the comedy part right but you're still able to communicate with somebody yeah i mean there's so much that you can get through eye contact with someone so that like just i think it makes a big difference but i don't think that was the point in alice in wonderland did you have any thoughts going in before we uh, read this poem i i well first of all i love nonsense yeah i really feel like the world needs more complete nonsense that doesn't mean anything how does that work with uh parenting when uh you promote nonsense and it's time to do homework well because here's what I think nonsense does. It it just allows everybody to take a break. It like makes your brain go like, what was just said? It's sort of like if there's tense, tense uh, like a moments. Reset. Yeah, like if a tense moment's going on, it gives a reset for that. If it's a silly moment, probably makes it more silly. But I like the idea that nonsense gives us all the moment to be like, what just happened? Yeah, I mean, that makes me think of like, someone's getting yelled at and berated and then there's eight seconds of silence and you're 
just breaks attention and, and kind of resets everything. That, I don't, that's not necessarily nonsense, but... You know, here's the thing about nonsense, right? Because it's sort of like talking with an irrational person, right? There's no reason to talk to an irrational person because you can't have a rational discussion. It doesn't make any sense. They're, they're, they're not on the same realm. It's only the people that dive into this, into Jabberwocky by Lewis Carroll, go like, I need meaning out of this. Those people are never going to get it. It's nonsense. Oh, man. That's so hard for me because most of the time... 99% of the time, when I read a poem, I don't understand the meaning. Totally. So how do you know in poetry, Jabberwocky, for instance, when there's nothing behind it? I love when I hear artists being interviewed, and they're like, oh, everyone says they see the pain and suffering. You're like, I just drew a balloon floating through the air. It doesn't mean anything. So it's interesting when people go down that rabbit hole of evaluating something when there's nothing behind it. Well, I will say some doctor in poetry is probably listening is like, you just said Jabberwocky's nonsense and has no meaning. They're going to be like, hey, Larry, maybe you want to tone down. I'm sure maybe there is some yeah. poetic meaning in all this. But all I'm saying is Twiz Brillick and the Slithy Toves did Geiger and Gibble in the Wabe. Like, I mean, if some Dr. Poetry is going to write the reposted podcast and say, like, Dr. hey, man, that, there's some deep stuff in there. I'm like, well, I didn't know what a Brillick and a Geiger was. But, but I just need to say this about Jabberwocky. The reason I love this poem so much is because the Olsons love the Jabberwockies. Oh, okay. Do you know the Jabberwockies? Yeah. I love how the Jabberwockies dance. Their style of how they move, they, I think they came to fame because they won America's Got Talent like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And they have masks on, right? Yeah. So they can literally replicate themselves all over the world. Because it's like the, it's like the Blue Man Group. It's kind of like the Blue Man Group. It was genius. Now, I'm sure, I don't know what their intent was to begin with, to wear a mask so that they could replicate themselves, or that was part of their costume. Yeah. But the Jabby Walkies are now all over the world all of the time because they can replicate themselves. Huh. And I just, and I don't know what it, once again, I'm not a, I don't have a da- doctor of danceology, but I'm sure there's some specific style that they're doing of dance, or they created a new style. Because it's like, you know what I'm talking about? It's like that, we're all kind of choreographing, move, like I'm doing my, I'm doing it. To, the rope, yeah, you're doing a little robot dancing. Like, and so I just think like they created something completely new and Lewis Carroll kind of created her own nonsensical language. That's kind of like when you're brainstorming for anything, like no such thing is a bad idea. I've definitely had multiple times where I'm brainstorming for whatever and I throw something out as a joke and that leads to something that leads to something that leads to an idea. And so like other uh, examples of silliness or just throwing stuff out there and not putting your own filter on, like makes it a difference. I love that you just talked about brainstorming because you are a lot like my wife. I tell you that all the time. You're an Enneagram one, probably very structured person. Three. My wife hates brainstorming. What? Like we can never brainstorm. I'd be like, hey, let's just throw out some ideas. She can't think out of the box enough to be like, hey, we're just gonna fun brainstorming. Never. Wow. Because she's always like, no, it's a bad idea. No, no, you just missed rule number one. There's no bad ideas. Yeah, there's no such thing as a bad question until you ask a dumb question, right? I mean, it's so it's funny when you say brainstorming, I'm like, oh, you're so much like my wife. I didn't think you would like brainstorming. Well, I'm not a one. Nicole's a one. <laughs> so she hates brainstorming. You live Nicole. with a non-brainstormer. Yeah, she hates brainstorming. <laughs> well, if you, have any, if you have an idea you'd like shut down, please reach out. You can find us at Reposted Podcast. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew Keller for the Idea Killer saying thanks for stopping.